0: Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Former President Trump is celebrating a widely anticipated Republican primary victory in South Carolina. He spoke to a crowd of supporters after the results were tallied Saturday.
1: This was a little
2: sooner than we anticipated. was.
1: An even bigger win than we anticipated. Challenger
0: Nikki Haley says she'll stay in the GOP race until at least Super Tuesday, which is next week. Some politicos want him to step up and potentially challenge for the Democratic presidential nomination. But California Governor Gavin Newsom says he's all in for a second Biden term in the White House. What he's done in three years has been a
3: masterclass. close to 15 million jobs. That's eight times more than the last three Republican presidents
0: Speaking on NBC's Meet the Press, meanwhile the Trump campaign continues to push messages about the U.S. economy and how it was humming under his administration prior to the COVID-19 pandemic. One Republican, one Democrat are working together to try and get a multi-billion dollar foreign aid bill through the U.S. House of Representatives. It was introduced as a cheaper version of the $95 billion measure passed by the Democratic-controlled U.S. Senate earlier this month.
4: Normally um, any kind of discharge like that would take 30 days to even be considered right, but we figured out a way with the parliamentarian to expedite that to a seven-day period.
0: Pennsylvania Representative Brian Fitzpatrick co-authored the bill. Maine Democrat Jared Golden is working with him on getting it to the House floor for a vote.
3: We need to find a way to get a deal that gets us to 218. I think a deal like that has to grow out of the middle. Both lawmakers
0: offered the update on CBS's Face the Nation. There are widespread fire weather concerns in the central U.S. ahead of a larger storm front. Red flag warnings are being posted in areas from West Texas to Nebraska, Iowa, Missouri, and Northern
5: Illinois. This is USA News. February is Heart Month. And every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only 57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with
1: ExtendoVite.
3: Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare.
0: hundreds turn out over the weekend to honor the death of an lgbtq teenager in oklahoma whose death may trigger broader calls for justice next benedict died following an altercation inside a bathroom at owasso high school in oklahoma city this month next identified with the he him pronouns but was a supporter of those who advocated for the use of they them pronouns On Friday, a South Carolina man was convicted of killing a black transgender woman. It would mark the first federal trial for an alleged hate crime based on gender identity in the nation. A new wave of sanctions hitting Russia. USA's John Schaefer. Speaking from the White House Friday, President Biden announced that the U.S. is implementing over 500 sanctions against Russia in response to the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny and Russia's invasion of Ukraine. We in the
6: United States are going to continue to ensure the proof pays the price for his aggression abroad and repression
0: at home. Biden highlighted that Ukraine persists and remains free two years after Russian troops invaded that country. It is the longest-running public service announcement ever in America, and it will mark the 80-year milestone. Only you can prevent wildfires. Smokey Bear kicking off his famous message in a new ad campaign. This one takes viewers on a trip through time. 90% of wildfires are still usually caused by some type of human error. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News.
7: How would you
8: like to save money on nearly all your prescription drugs? Call with your prescription and find out for free how little you can pay for your prescription drugs. Remember, we don't take insurance, so call right now.
2: 800 705 6581. 800 705 6581. 800 705 6581. That's 800 705 6581.
9: America back on track. Bill Martinez live.
1: Six minutes after the top of the hour. Good to have you with us. Bill Martinez here. We've got Dave Richardson, the CEO of Assumptions Institute. Um, We're going to be talking about how to learn to discern. Assumptions Institute courses, book, and especially for times such as this, because uh, look, up is down, down is up. Uh, All that we've been warned out uh, in the word of God that there would be that time when good would be called evil, evil would be called good. Hey, we're right smack dab in the middle of it. So what does that mean to you? And how do we need to make sure that, uh, you know, we're back on course and we're in alignment with what God has intended for each of us. Uh, Dave, welcome to the show. Good to have you with us.
5: Bill, thanks for having me on again. I've really enjoyed it
1: yeah i i appreciate this time and and your insight and all the great things that you're doing at assumptions institute um let's start off uh barna statistics george Barna is a dear friend and uh, he's echoed these numbers time and time again on the show but it's important for people to hear once again uh what the state of the union and the dire situation that uh that we as christians are in
5: yeah uh, i've uh i've been tracking those trends for a while now and uh you know one of the things that is not surprising to me is uh that sixty seven percent of all Americans don't believe in absolute truth i mean you you see yeah. that all over. Uh, whenever you hear people uh, talking on the news, or you know, just your neighbors, uh, you know, they say, "Well, it's true for you, but not for me." Uh, hashtag my truth. You know, when you have <laughs>
1: exactly college presidents, it's, it's you know, testifying. you know, it makes me it makes me laugh. It makes me laugh, Dave, because you know, there's no absolute truth. Oh, okay, all right. So, in other words, in your world, gravity doesn't exist, right? Right, right. And and so, you know, you have
5: college presidents testifying before Congress uh, Mm -hmm. about uh, 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 anti-Semitic protests on their campus, and they say, well, it's not my truth, or it's not my truth. (laughs) And that's that's the only defense, Uh, Mm -hmm. as if, well, it might be somebody else's truth, and for them it's good. So it's it's this relativistic way of thinking that's uh, absolutely captured our culture. Mm -hmm. But the thing that's surprising to me and alarming at the same time is you would think that Bible believing Christians would be a bit better in that department than the culture exactly. around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but according to Barna, uh, of those who self identify themselves as born again Christians, 65% of them don't believe in absolute truth either. Right. <laughs> but yeah. hold on a minute, that, that, that was in 2022. Mm-hmm. In 2023, it's 70 percent and if the person is we're moving moving
1: uh, in the wrong direction here dave exactly
5: exactly Mm -hmm. and and if if the person is uh uh, of of the millennial generation younger Mm -hmm. uh, a parent of a preteen and elementary school age uh, it's 76 percent of them wow and so if the problem in our culture is moral and truth relativism who are the moral and truth relativists
1: it's the christians yeah exactly yeah, and, and the thing is, is that, you know, even in your example, you cite university presidents who will say, well, that's not my truth, right? And and, mm-hmm. and they say that to hide behind a lie, because then what do you find out on the other side when they're no longer in front of Congress? You find out they're lying through their teeth, because the fact yeah. of the matter is, is that that is that is their truth. They do mm-hmm. believe this way. And uh, you see, this is what is frustrating you know, those that they're in charge with because they say we we know they're lying uh, because we're in classrooms and we see what's happening, you know, in these universities that you must toe the party line if you're going to get an A if you if you refute and cause any problems for the professor well then the best you can do is maybe a c maybe a b but you know a's are you know history there's no way that you're going to be able to hold on to any you know true sense of your faith and challenge the institutions that are so well established and controlling you know the minds of uh of uh, of our future citizens
5: sure there's a price to holding to the truth
1: oh yeah exactly yeah, it's, it's, no, it's no longer a defense, it's an offense, is yeah, what I it say. That, that's what the truth has become, right? hmm
5: Yeah. And, and, you know, you think that, uh, well, you know, pastors just need to preach the truth more, <laughs> you know, that, that, the, that the problem mm-hmm. might lie in the pulpit. You know, the, the reasons the churches are in the condition they are, but, you know, the funny thing is, is 61% of all pastors don't exactly. believe in absolute truth either so well, they,
1: they're they don't not hold, any better they, yeah as barna says they don't hold to a biblical worldview so mm-hmm. h- how can you prepare uh your sheep and your constituency uh if you're not uh you're not holding to the word of god mm-hmm. but but, they're, but well, they're senior pastors in the pulpit today that are um that are speaking you know to to fellow Christians. I mean this is why we have to get serious Dave. I mean this is the I, I mean I believe that God's been putting this on my heart so seriously that this is a time for no compromise in the words of uh, Keith Green. Um yeah. it's also a time for us to uh, you know I was sharing with with George barna We had a conversation the other day. I said George this is what God's placed on my heart is that you know I I was uh, reading about Nick Saban and his retirement and some of these great sayings that he's uh, he's become known for. And I liked his illustration about talking about, you know, good players that he's worked with, that they provide good results, outstanding players present outstanding results. And he says, oh, but there's elite, elite players. And I'm saying, why, why, why don't, wh- where's our elite class of Christians? Right. Yeah. And I'm not saying this out of ego or, you know, earthly ambition. I'm just saying, look, at we have to be so serious about our faith that we are the go-to people of faith the elite christians who who stand out again not for ourselves but stand out as encouragement and are like on you know we just saw a super bowl there were elite players that you saw perform on the world stage in that kind of situation but uh dave you imagine you know as an elite christian how much more rewarding that would be than a super bowl ring yeah it was saying right
5: you know, I've been thinking uh, for a while about this, you know, because I've, I one of the things that I enjoy a lot is history. I've been mm-hmm. studying where did this come from? I mean, how did the Church get worse than the culture when it comes to this kind of thing? And, uh, you know, this this uh, relativistic way of thinking that's absolutely plaguing us uh, started, all oh, 250 to 300 years ago with a guy uh, who suggested that the way that we understand the world is, uh, you know, it's largely through our senses, and mm. and everybody has their, uh, you know, different experience based off of where they grew up, how they were raised, their education, uh, their cultural background, language background, uh, you know, besides just their physical senses, everybody's got a little bit of a different view on things. So mm-hmm. your perspective and my perspective will be a little different simply because of all these different things. But the interesting thing is, that perspective that you have is no more true or more valid than mine because I'm the one doing the viewing.
4: Exactly.
5: <laughs> so, yeah. how could you say your view is truer than my view? Everybody has their own view and it's equally valid and true for them. So, that's where that hashtag my truth thing comes from. Mm-hmm. But the thing that's astonishing to me, and, and you know, I've been, <laughs> when I came to this conclusion, it was really hard because. I've been doing apologetics and things like that for 40 years. And you know, I used to work for Josh McDowell and friends with some mm. of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy that invented that way of thinking, that relativistic way of thinking, he gave it a name. He called it Weltanschauung. He called it worldview. Mm-hmm. That actually is worldview thinking. Mm-hmm. And the way that we explain. Advance and defend the Christian faith is using a framework called worldview. Yes, that is in uh, the framework itself says nothing is true, and yet the Christian gospel claims to be true for everybody. How do you communicate that message using a framework that says nothing is true?
1: It, I'll tell you what, Dave. Itself, we, we, let, let's go. Let's go, go to ahead. a quick break. We need to pick it up on yeah. the other side because I want to give Absolutely. you plenty of time to un- unfold that for us. More from Dave Richardson after this.
0: The final phase of extermination is set to commence now. And as population die-off becomes evident, you know it is the time of punishment in all that is written. The cover for mass die-off is evolution and global warming frauds, also used as false proof of their Christ. They are from the lines that were disinherited 2,000 years ago. Now they claim to be his Christ, based upon blood type, DNA, and long lifespan. Go to unveilingthem.com. That's U-N-V-E-I-L-I-N-G-them.com.
3: It was your best vacation ever. You on a beach having a great time then some stranger walked up and said hey how'd you like to come here for the rest of your life and then he went on and on about how much money you could save you listened saw his presentation ended up signing a contract and now five years later you have a timeshare you never use but you're still paying for it (laughs) that's the contract but what if we could show you a legal way to end the contract and get out of your timeshare nightmare It's called Timeshare Exit Defense. Our lawyers will work with the gigantic timeshare company lawyers and get you out of your agreement. No more maintenance fees, no more payments. (sighs) Call now. Get your free e-book to learn how to exit your timeshare.
2: 800-296-1332. 800-296-1332. 800-296-1332. That's 800-296-1332.
1: We're back with you. Dave Richardson continues with us. He's the CEO of Assumptions Institute. Dave, you started to break down this idea of worldview thinking. Uh, what was the word that you used? Because uh, it went by very, very quick, and I missed it.
5: Weltanschauung. <laughs> it's the, Belt. that's the German word. That's the German word for worldview. Welt is world, and Schauung is perception or view. How how you see the world, and so how you see the world may be different than how I see the world, but Mm -hmm. yours is just as true and valid for you because you're the one doing the viewing. Exactly. And so you you can't say my experience and my view is is worse or less true than yours Mm -hmm. because it's an inherently relativistic, subjective way of understanding the world. And how do you advance a message? Like the Christian gospel that claims to be true for everybody, regardless of where you grew up, regardless of your experience, regardless of your education, uh, or what's happened to you, uh, none of those things matter at the cross. Mm-hmm. But, uh, how do you communicate that message, the true for everybody, using a framework that says nothing is true? Mm-hmm. You, you can't.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, because you have no standard. What are you going nope. to base it on, right? But yet, mm-hmm. the, the, the biblical worldview, the standard is the cross. It's the truth of God. So that's what you're holding it against. And so if you're only looking at the world, well, even if you say on the senses, we know that we're not operating because of the fall. We don't uh, All the senses that God has given us, there's one that was lost in the fall, was there not?
5: Yeah. Oh,
1: absolutely. And that's a critical. Uh, that's that's the critical sense that really. And so, what we have in a sense to kind of ameliate that hole in our soul is the truth of God that we must pursue and reconcile in that missing place. If you don't, you're um, you're like a ship without its rudder. You yeah. you don't you don't have a compass. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? <laughs> sure. Of course, it does. Uh, but, but what happens to us using this,
5: this worldview framework mm-hmm. is that within our own circles, we have our reasons and our arguments for why a biblical worldview is true. But the moment you go outside of Christian circles and argue that way, what happens? Mm-hmm. Well, that's just your worldview. I'm glad yeah, that works exactly. for you. I have, I have a different worldview. Mm-hmm. And the framework itself, the framework of worldview itself, regardless of which worldview it is, the framework itself does not allow for any worldview to be true, and 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 so once they say, "Well, that's just
1: your worldview," mm-hmm. uh, then, then are, you're are, are you so? So are you saying that to reference a biblical worldview as Barna does, that we're um, we're kneecapping ourselves?
5: We are kneecapping ourselves. That is okay. the source of the problem, not the solution to the problem. It's the it's that we're teaching our own kids. This relativistic way of thinking. And so, are we surprised that 65%, according to Barnes' own research, mm-hmm. that 65% of young people walk away from the faith every year? They say, well, it's true for mom and dad, but it's not true for me. We mm-hmm. taught them to think that way.
1: So, we've misframed it. How do we frame it correctly, Dave?
5: Well, that's why we created. Learn to com. That's mm-hmm. why I wrote my book Transparent, How to See Through the Powerful Assumptions that Control You I developed an entirely different system that gets around that relativism that actually drives to this is true, this is not and how to connect truth from God and the Bible to real world situations and with a little practice you can do it in real time like in 30 seconds or less mm-hmm. So uh, so I'm using an approach that it focuses on a person's assumptions about reality because what uh, what we what we're dealing with is uh every person regardless of who they are starts with their 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 thinking process starts with an assumption about what's real because right. we're they're, limited they're perspective
1: yeah right yeah so so, uh, so give me give me an example how would that work well uh
5: some people will say everything's just physical that's all mm-hmm. there is. That's all that's real. It's just physical only stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, non-physical things like gods and angels and demons and things like that. None of that's real, uh, mm-hmm. so, and uh, but they don't know that. They are assuming that because they're limited humans. They don't know everything, so they don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't it possible that something non-physical, something spiritual, exists beyond the scope of your knowledge? Mm-hmm. Unless you know everything, which would make you God, but since you're not, or, 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 or do you, way,
1: just just by asking the question, how do you know that? Is that is that insulting, they, or, or or is that? Well, uh, no,
5: they don't know that. That's the problem. And yeah, we, and but and but they tell you they do,
1: but they tell you they do. <laughs> of course they do. Right? Of course that, they that's do. their that's their absolute truth, but you know, because I've asked that question, so how do you know that? Yes. And and they get insulted and going, "Okay, well I can tell at that yes. point." You know, it's like the Bible warns us about engaging with a fool. I mean, and is yeah. in in a sense that's that's foolish thinking. It's not somebody who wants to elevate the conversation or or be better as a result of this opportunity, right? Yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah. because what you've actually done when you ask that question, you're asking about their core assumption about mm-hmm. reality. And right. and the nature of core assumptions, that's why I wrote my book, uh, is researching how these things work. Mm-hmm. The nature of a core assumption is the thing that you, ki- you don't question. That's the unquestionable. That's why people react, because you're uh-huh. questioning the unquestionable, because if you question that... It gives your brain the blue screen of death. You can't explain
1: anything, right?
5: And uh, and so and there and there you are
1: it. and there you are in the bot in the world of body politics right now in this country.
5: Yes, right, exactly. Your, your <laughs> exactly, is the unreasonable. Right. Yeah, and and uh, and, the, and that not only that it's the thing you don't question. It's the thing you can't prove. In fact, it's not provable. You know, for that person that says it's physical only stuff. Well, do you have access to all places at all times to rule out the possibility that something spiritual exists beyond the scope of your knowledge? Well, you don't have access to those things. Well, it's not provable then.
1: <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so why are we? So no, why are we even? Trusting. Why are we, So, why are we having this conversation then? Right?
5: <laughs> really? Really? And actually, this is this is the source of the the social, political, and religious divide in this country. Is two competing assumptions about what's really real uh, and the nature of humans and human society. And and literally, they are assumptions. They are not known. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you spend any time with a four-year-old, <laughs> and uh, they'll ask you, you know, I've got, I've got a couple of grandkids, and they say, well, mm-hmm. why is that, Grandpa? Well, it's because of that. Well, then why is that? Well, it's because mm-hmm. of this. Well, you can only do that for three or four questions before you get to, I don't know, it just is. And well, when you get really, to I don't know it just is you're entering mm-hmm. assumptions territory. We all exactly. do it. Even atheists right. do it. Even atheists yeah. do
1: it. Right? Yeah, you're pretty lucky if you only get by with three or four questions. I, I mean, uh, <laughs> with with some of the provocative uh, grandchildren I have, we're, we're into this in hours, and then after that, I'm I'm calling the therapist. You <laughs> <Yes>. know, <laughs> Because to say, okay, how 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 far? <laughs> am i i need to I need to recenter my thinking again as a result of this contest with a four year old you know it's sure. amazing well and and it's the,
5: uh it's that limit to what we know and what we don't know and when we mm-hmm. reach the limit wherever that limit is for some it's very, very just a few questions in it may be a little farther for others, but we all eventually get there, and when we yeah. reach that limit, we assume something that we don't know
1: yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what that's what, that, sure that's what makes us dangerous. It's been said yes. it's not so much what we know. It's what we think we, we think we know that we don't know. Yes. it's <laughs> pretty so crazy, That's huh? what
5: I did is I, huh. I developed a tool and a mm-hmm. system where you can watch TV shows and movies. You can listen to news broadcasts. You can read articles and web pages. Uh, you can listen to lectures in a classroom. Now, I could teach this to a middle schooler. In a mm. few hours, and if they will practice it, they will actually develop their own discernment skill. They don't have to be told what's true; they'll know how to figure it out for themselves.
1: Welcome to the world of critical thinking, right?
5: Yep. So critical this thinking is an actual system yes. for critical thinking. It, mm-hmm. it took me forty years of wow. experience uh, doing apologetics. So, uh, Twenty years of my career was with college and university professors uh, doing uh, doing ministry in universities major universities and mm-hmm. uh, developing this uh, this way of thinking mm-hmm. to uh, refine it to the place where i can teach it to the students much less to professors and it changes everything for
1: them. wow dave richardson the ceo of assumptions institute uh dave again the website they can go to for more information
5: www.learntodiscern.com and you can find me on uh, uh practically all social media uh, as uh, Assumption's Institute, Learn to Discern or Discernment Dave. <laughs> that's uh <laughs> that's my handle on uh, Truth Getter and places like that
3: home sales are down 31% across America, and mortgage rates are on the rise. If your home is not selling, you need to call our experts right now at the Quick Cash Hotline. We have investors ready to pay you cash for your property, regardless of the condition it's in. Most of our closings can happen in about seven days. You don't have to worry about a buyer getting approved. You don't have to worry about showing your home. One simple call right now. Just pick up the phone and call us. I'll give you the number in a second we will negotiate with you a price to buy your home it's that simple if you're ready to sell your home right now any home any condition and you don't want to put money into it no problem we'll buy it from you call right now it's a free call
2: 800-217-6459 800-217-6459 800-217-6459, That's 800-217-6459. a news update.
0: Google is suspending its Gemini AI image generation platform after there were reports that it failed to respond accurately to user inputs. The decision made Thursday, The Verge released several screenshots earlier showcasing instances where the AI program generated historically inaccurate images. In one of them, a request for a 1943 German soldier produced images of people of color wearing Nazi uniforms. Volkswagen is recalling 260,000 cars due to a fire risk. The recall affects Volkswagen Golf, Golf GTI, Golf SportWagon, Jetta, and Audi A3 models that were produced between 2015 and 2020. The compact cars in the U.S. might experience a fuel leak from a pump inside the gas tank. As of now, no fires have been reported. USA's John Schaefer, I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News.
4: I'm Ben Utek. I played high school, college, and pro football, helping my team win the 2006 championship. It was an amazing day, but it can't compare to the joy I feel every day with my loving wife and three beautiful daughters. My football career ended after I suffered my fifth concussion. Did you know that over a million athletes suffer a concussion each year? That includes boys and girls, every age, every type, and level of sport. It isn't always clear that a player has had a concussion. So parents, athletes, and coaches need to learn about concussion signs and symptoms. The American Academy of Neurology recommends athletes thought to have a concussion be immediately removed from play and not returned until assessed by a healthcare professional trained in concussion. This isn't just about sports; it's about your brain. When in doubt, sit it out. Learn more at aan.com/concussion. That's aan.com/concussion. A message from the American Academy of Neurology.
9: Right here, right now, Bill Martinez.
1: America Bill Martinez here is always great to have you along with us for the ride for more information on the show you can check it out bill Linda Evans Shepherd is going to be joining us the award-winning author she's written over 35 books count them including the best-selling when you don't know what to pray praying God's promises and when you need to move a mountain and of course uh, her latest uh, her latest book that we're going to be talking about is praying through hard times how um, How to give, uh, this is how to give your worries to God and rediscover hope. Okay, so uh, that's the full title. And now that we got that down, Linda, welcome. It's so good to have you with us.
8: It is great to be here with you, Bill.
1: Okay, so uh, where is God when everything comes crashing down? You know, we've all asked that question, right? We have. Okay, but we know that uh, God is uh, ever ever watchful. Uh, He's the author and finisher of our faith. So uh, he's made a promise to us, right?
8: He has. And, you know, I think it just boils down to, do we believe him? Do we believe he's got it? Can we really trust him? I was just talking to someone the other day who said, I've been desperately trying to get God's attention. But when you stop and think about it, God sees us he's right here and when we give him the problem he is busy turning it into a blessing Mm -hmm.
1: and so often uh because we focus on on the problem i there used to be that saying i in fact i used to have in my office was written by that wise individual known as anonymous said obstacles are what you see when you take your eyes off the goal right and I changed that to say obstacles are what you see when you take your eyes off his goal. So sometimes what we have to do is remind ourselves in these times, in these tough times, because it, it it happens, uh, we we focus on you know the pain or you know the issue that we're dealing with as opposed to the one who is uh, the the solution deliverer, right?
8: We do we get so focused on the problem? We forget that God is above the problem, and He's already provided a way.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I was reminded this past weekend again of the verse that we've heard so many times—that God, uh, you know, makes all things work to good for those who love God, right? And uh, that it, when you think about it, and there, and there was this associated story, and it'd been a while since I heard it, and it, it just seemed to connect so. Uh, brilliantly with it was the story of uh, Tori, uh, uh, you know, Corrie ten Boom uh, when she was, um, you know, uh, put in a concentration camp and uh, housed by the Germans and uh, she and her sister were together and her sister would remind her, you know, you got to pray for everything, got to pray for the Nazis, you got to, you know, you know, just pray for the situation we're in. And she goes, well, I'm sure is not going to pay for these, pray for these lice. These lice are driving me nuts. I, I, I'm not going to pray for them. And she goes, no, 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 you need to pray for them. And reluctantly, she acquiesced to her sister's wisdom, and she started, you know, she prayed for the lice, prayed for all the stuff that she, you know, she was dealing with. And uh, when she was freed uh, and liberated, uh, her sister had died, you know, prior to that time. But what she found out was uh, the German uh, soldiers said, we were going to come and get you, but we didn't want to deal with those lice. So uh we left you alone. So the very thing that was annoying right. her, right? Great story. I, I love that. Yes. But, but th- th- this is what, again, all things work together for good. And, and we've got to think for just a moment. I mean, is God true to his promise or not? And when you go, and, and this is why people who journal uh, uh get such a reward, because at times, you know, we forget. Um, That's why the Bible tells us so often, uh, you know, to remember, because we, we forget. But when you journal and you go back and you look at the times that, you know, you were in that valley of shadow death when you were going through hard times and how God delivered you, it encourages you and reminds you of God's faithfulness, right?
8: That's right. And I've been through the valley. I mean, when my daughter was thrown out of a car Mm. in a violent car crash when she was only 18 months old, the doctors told us that she was going to be in a vegetative state for 80 years. And... Although my daughter stayed in that coma for one year before she woke up, I had a lot of questions, you know, to the Lord. You know, what is happening? Why is this happening? Can you hear me? When are you going to do something? But the Lord was moving the whole time. And when we finally put her newborn baby brother in her arms, that was the moment that she woke up. and. Even though she came back to us disabled, my husband and I said, So what? She is our daughter. She's back, and we are going to love her the best we can. And that's what we did for the next 28 years until she passed away and went to heaven. But what I learned through that is that God can take anything and turn it into a miracle and for me he taught me how to trust him he taught me that he was with me he taught me that he was working out all things for the good just mm-hmm. like you said bill it right. is so important to, to understand that you know what we see the trouble that's around us that's not necessarily our reality because our reality is just keeping our focus on Jesus and trusting Him through the hard times, and when we get through those hard times, and we look back, we see the miracle that were there the whole time.
1: Yeah, you know, Linda, um, how you know? Sometimes you know you can be in that uh, in that valley for periods that seem to be so unrealistic. Oh. I mean, you know, for a year. You know, you and your husband, okay. your family, experiencing that valley, uh, and and that's that, that uh, is just incredible. It's hard to imagine what you must have gone through. But uh, on the other side, you know, we find and and appreciate that God's blessing somehow seems to be you know commensurate with the darkness that we've gone through. Am, am I saying that right?
8: Yes, I mean sure the enemy wants to discourage us but you know what the lord does through these difficult times he uses it to strength train us to help us take our focus off of self-pity and turn to him and say whatever lord i'm going to trust you no matter what and that's what i had to pray to get through those darkest days i mean i had a day when 27 doctors had told me that there was no hope and that my daughter could be a vegetable for 80 years. And I went up to her room, and I seriously contemplated pulling her plug from the wall and taking a bottle of pain reliever to end my life just to get out of the situation. But I was reminded that Job said, even if you slay me, yet I will trust in you. And so I said, you know what, Lord, I can't give up on you. Number one, I just want to see if you can turn this mess into a miracle. And number two, I knew that I had a secret baby in my womb, and I said I cannot give up on this baby Inside of Mm -hmm. me. And then I looked at my beautiful daughter and I said, I cannot give up on my daughter. And so I just, I chose to trust in God during that Mm -hmm. time period. And boy, am I glad I did
1: what a story well, i'll tell you that that's awesome linda evan shepherd is with us her book praying through hard times she knows firsthand as, as you're listening to some of her story uh you in 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 the book uh linda you offer uh you know some very practical strategies for surviving these difficult times we've got about a minute and a half left uh i, I know it's just we're gonna have to run through them really quick But uh, encourage our audience, uh, you know, talk about these strategies, if you would.
8: Well, I'm going to leave them with one really powerful strategy, and it is this. I want everyone, if you're not driving, (laughs) to lift your hands up. If you're driving, keep your hands on the steering wheel. And I want you to pray this prayer with me. God, do you see this trouble? I give it to you. Now it's your problem.
1: Thank you so much, oh, uh, Linda you. Evans-Shepard, You're very welcome. Praying Through Hard Times. Again, how can people be in touch with you, Linda, and access your book?
8: They can go to gottopray.com, and they can also go to myprayergift.com, and they will get a, a free video a printable blessing from me, myprayergift.com.
1: Linda Evans-Shepard, thank you so much, Linda. Take care. God bless. Thank you, Bill.
2: Heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-559-7562 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-559-7562. That's
3: 800-559-7562. Home sales are down 31% across America, and mortgage rates are on the rise. If your home is not selling, you need to call our experts right now at the Quick Cash Hotline. We have investors ready to pay you cash for your property, regardless of the condition it's in. Most of our closings can happen in about seven days. You don't have to worry about a buyer getting approved. You don't have to worry about showing your home. One simple call right now. Just pick up the phone and call us. I'll give you the number in a second we will negotiate with you a price to buy your home it's that simple if you're ready to sell your home right now any home any condition and you don't want to put money into it no problem we'll buy it from you call right now
2: it's a free call 800-217-6459 800-217-6459 800-217-6459, That's 800-217-6459.
7: Hi, Fred
10: Dwyer here. If you suffer from a serious chronic illness, heartburn, poor sleep, fatigue, brain fog, you need Balance 7. Balance 7 water improves the acid-alkaline balance in the body. The right pH helps unlock the immune system. It also allows for better hydration and nourishment during times of medication and stress. Balance 7 works. I know. I use it every day. Now you can try it free. Balance 7 is offering chronic illness sufferers a free gallon of Balance 7 Water for the first 100 callers. That's an $87 value free. So call 800 793 9039 and mention my name Fred. The first 100 callers suffering with a chronic illness get a free gallon of Balance 7 water. So call 800 793 9039, code word Fred, or visit balance7.com. That's balance, the number 7.com. 800 793 9039, code word Fred.
1: America 14 minutes before the top of the hour. I'm Bill Martinez. For more information on the show, you can check it out, BillMartinezShow.com. Have you ever had a bad boss? Maybe you've been one. Uh, Can Christ followers be toxic leaders? Just a couple of questions I want to lay before you before we bring on uh, our next guest. He's a leadership expert, and he challenges each of us to examine our lives as we lead or follow and outlines the effects of toxic leadership in his new book called End the Reign of Pain, Identifying and Treating Toxic Leadership. Dr. Ricardo Bodden is with us right now. Dr. Bodden, good to have you with us. How are you?
11: Thank you so much for having me, Bill. It's absolutely great to be speaking with.
1: Hey, it's an honor to have you on with us. So, uh, tell us uh, the end of the rain and the reign of pain, uh, mm-hmm. the genesis of this. Uh, what what woke you up in the middle of the night? And said, look, I gotta, I gotta write this book.
11: Well, I'm very passionate about leadership, and you are actually hit the nail on the head. Many times I was awakened uh, due to the fact that there's toxic leadership everywhere, and well, very few people are dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Very few people. Sure, yes. th- there's tons of leadership books and tons of leadership te- seminars telling you what to do, how to win friends and influence people, and all these great things. But very few classes, very few books are telling you what not to do. And I know a lot of people think, well, that's intuitive. You automatically know what to do when it comes to leadership. And my answer is unequivocally, no, you don't. So I was trying to present this as an answer book to tell people, hey, you're getting in areas of life and leadership that are detrimental not only to yourself, but for the people that you lead. And I started actually peeling the onion back layer Mm. by layer about things that we do in our own mindsets and things that we do over people that destroy their lives and actually hurt, whether you're in the church or people in the church, whether you're in corporate America, wherever you are, it's very impactful.
1: Yeah, I mean, this book is so timely because... Uh... You know, as employees, employees have been around toxic leadership, and mm-hmm. there's been, uh, you know, some attempt at uh, resolutions and remedy, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, hostile work environments, right. um, you know, sexual harassment, you know, go on down right. the line. I mean, these are all manifestations of poor leadership, not to mention the fact that uh, some of this stuff is clear. I mean, you know, the bottom line right. is still the bottom line. You know, those businesses that uh, have uh, effective leadership they produce a bottom line that their uh, their investors are happy with that their right. employees are happy with and uh, sadly i don't know about you dr Baden, but when i studied this and looked at it uh, there was by comparison a very small percentage of businesses that operated at that level and 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 back Correct. then it was about maybe 10 uh, let's round it up i'll, I'll give you benefit of the doubt say 15% so uh-huh. so you know you're talking 85% 8 eight out of ten uh, businesses uh everything associated with that business uh, suppliers uh, employees Mm -hmm. everything all affected with that toxicity what a waste huh
11: absolutely what a waste and and that's the reason why i spent so much time researching uh this book is because i was trying to present something so the layman the average mm-hmm. everyday person can actually say, This is how I hold myself accountable. And that's the big word. And this is how I hold my leaders accountable. Because right. nobody's holding anybody accountable. Let me give you a very simple exactly. example. Exactly. Uh, so you can go into an organization and let's just say, let's just say I was a female and I walked into an organization and then I meet one of the ladies that's supposed to show me around and she'll say, Hey, stay away from Jack because Jack actually sexually harasses the women and actually. Yeah. Uh, you know, groups them from time to time. My next question is, how long has Jack been working here? Mm-hmm. Because if he's been here for more than a day or two, why is he still employed? Did anybody go to HR? Has anybody gone to equal employment opportunity? Has anybody send an email up to the vice president or whoever the higher-ups are or whoever is over his head? Because we have a lot of leaders doing things, and nobody's holding them accountable for lack of integrity, right. insatiable ambition that's over-the-top, and it shows the fact that it's all about them or whether they have enormous egos and they are blinded to their own character shortcomings, arrogance and things of that nature. So that's the reason why I'm so passionate, because you being under a toxic leader can make your life a living hell.
1: Well, you know, what you just touched on right now is what makes business go around. I mean, some people think right. it's sales, it's other things. No, it's accountability. Accountability Correct. maintains integrity, right? Yes, sir. I mean, Absolutely. and that's what so, you want. I mean, you're 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 an Air Force veteran, so you get this. I mean, you were raised uh, and developed with this concept. Uh, I mean, little right. did you know that your life experience in the Air Force was going to translate uh, to where today you're uh, you know, you're a COO an associate pastor of a large church in the D.C. area, and this Walter. this the, the tempering of these skills, these God given skills and gifts that uh, our Father in Heaven has bestowed upon you. Uh, right. You've been able to exercise i mean this is so awesome are are you like blown away some days you just wake up and you go mike i can't believe you've done this to me (laughs)
11: Uh, (laughs) i was kind of saying that to the lord when uh he allowed me to be under toxic leaders. i was like saying lord well how could you have done this to me (laughs) i was more so coming from that perspective how could you do this to me lord so, and right. that's kind of the passion because of all the things that I have been through, all the things that I've read and researched, the, documentar- the documentaries I've watched, and all the things that, you know, you just talk to your friend, you realize that people are going through so much pain, because again, let's go back to that big A word, nobody's holding leaders accountable, and nobody's right. holding themselves accountable. So I always tell people to look inside first before they try to accuse somebody else. So right. I'm always trying to talk from a perspective of, you need to make sure that your or not toxic um you uh, know and let me just say out uh, a quick side note a lot of people will say well no, everybody's flawed you know nobody's mm-hmm. perfect no there's a difference between flawed and you're just outright toxic and when you exactly. walk into a room the uh, the morale goes down you are horrible there's a high turnover of you know you can't keep anybody on staff like for instance a perfect example a, a, a sister uh, my my personal sister she was working mm-hmm. For uh, a president of a corporation and a successful corporation, and this woman cannot keep an administrative assistant more than more than a year. now my sister mm-hmm. lasted to her physical detriment like two years uh, because of all the yelling and screaming and disrespect and just and just all the things that you go when it comes down to it, you realize this person has character flaws that they are not addressing, and mm-hmm. you need to hold them accountable as well as yourself accountable.
1: Exactly. Well, your doctorate is in strategic leadership, uh, Ricardo. And so you've been doing a deep dive on this. So when when I gave you that statistic, that rough statistic of about 85% of the businesses mm-hmm. not fulfilling their mission uh, because of the toxicity, uh, is that valid? Was that valid in your research?
11: Yes. Yes. And I'll back yeah. that up by saying there are corporations, and we're, let's just talk about America. Just mm-hmm. America. Alone, there are literal high-level, scary amounts of multiple millions to bu- 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 billions of dollars mm-hmm. that are lost on revenue because exactly. people actually produce less work. They actually call in sick. They actually mm-hmm. quit, and all the th- you have to bring in HR. There's other meetings, and all these things happen because there's people who are doing all kinds of wicked nefarious various things with mm-hmm. people. And again, sometimes it. T- t- Believe it or not, Bill. Sometimes people are absolutely clueless. That hey, you don't talk to people like that. You shouldn't be taking your stapler and throwing it across the room at somebody to actually get a point across. You don't berate people in front of in front of the com- company to try to motivate them to try to do better. So. A lot of times people say, well, I'm successful and I'm kind of toxic and I'm successful, so what, what of it? Well, that's the problem is that people aren't holding leaders accountable and they're allowing people to say that, well, we made the bottom line and we're in the black, mm-hmm. when you're actually tearing people's lives apart. Because you know as well as I do, people have get high blood pressure unnecessarily. They break up their families. They have strokes, all because of their dread to go to work because they're going to be humiliated, embarrassed, exactly. or thumbed down by a toxic leader.
1: Well, my experience has been I've seen that black go to red. And yes. and what's led uh-huh. what's championed the way to that is toxic leadership. And because it is infectious, because it, it hits right. the followers as well. When you say, uh, you know, that as an employee you can hold your employer accountable, and some uh-huh. may say, well, how do I do that? Walk away from the job. Go find a place where you're a round peg in a round hole, right? Uh, Absolutely. Exactly. Go ahead. And I'll say, Bill, that is not, I repeat,
11: not cowardice. Sometimes people say, well, that's right. You couldn't hack it, so you just left. No, that's actually smart, because if you practice what I teach, self-leadership, which is the foundation for all leadership, if you're Mm -hmm. practicing that, you'll realize that my life isn't worth the extra $5,000 I'm making to stand at this job when I'm literally kicking the cat, slapping the dog, yelling at my wife, my kids hate me, I can't sleep because I have indigestion, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm, I'm not physically well. So, yes, that is one of the things that you can do is leave the job. That's actually one, and it's not cowardice if somebody decides to do so.
1: But it starts with understanding your own identity. You see, if you respect your identity and birthright, you know, I've used this example many times. I think it's so appropriate is that, uh, you know, the story between Jacob and Esau, Esau disrespected his birthright. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what, what was God's response? God's response is he hated Esau because he disrespected his birthright. His birthright was a birthright that came from God. You see, and, right. and we all hold that. Right. We're made in God's right. image. We have this birthright that needs to be honored. But it starts with, as you're saying, you have to honor yourself first. Right.
11: Absolutely. Absolutely. And you have to know yourself. And that's the reason why in the book I talk about self-awareness. You have to be mm. self-aware. And I'll give you a personal example, Bill. Years ago, okay, I was we've got Okay, so
1: we've got about 50 seconds left here, so I'm going to let you wrap Go it ahead. up. Go ahead.
11: I'll let you know real quick that one time I was dating someone, and she didn't know herself. She didn't know. She was a grown adult woman that's traveled all over the world, but she didn't know what food she liked. She didn't know what her her favorite things were because she didn't spend the time to know herself. So Mm. this book absolutely reveals how do you pick apart your own self so you could be an effective leader yourself and hold other people accountable.
1: The website they can go to for more information, Dr. Ricardo Bodden.
11: Sure, there's two of them. One of them is boddenleads.com. That's B-O-D-D-E-N-L-E-A-D-S.com or com.
6: If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most.